Round two, fight, flawless victory. <laughs> Someone's going to end up with a fatality at the end of this podcast. I'm triggered. <laughs> and, and who will succumb to the fatality? Will it be the social justice warriors on the left? Or will it be the loud and proud, but they're not very loud and proud anymore. We've been silenced, the people on the right. It, it shows someone like, it shows like the fighter with their opinion in their hand and they hit them in the stomach. I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we don't want to just have it out for, for the left. <laughs> not, not completely. I, it's, I do. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. My, my compatriot, my, my compadre, <laughs> my, my associate um, over here. Uh, look, we have a difference of opinion, and we're probably going to get into some some topics where we where we disagree. We're going to show you, for those listeners out there that don't know don't don't know how to. We're going to show you that potatoes can get along. <laughs> exactly. Because um, I think in in the woke school or woke education, um, they should call it wah education. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think they're training the the new society or the or the new generation how to argue or how to appreciate difference um which is kind of what what i want to get to you know beneath all our differences we're human fucking beings so can't we just find our own common humanity and rejoice in that and 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 enjoy that no no we can't we need to we need to put ourselves into categories and camps and it's this tribalistic attitude that takes us back to i don't know when we were living in caves with with hammers and clubs and and beating each other to death for resources. That's what, what the world's. What are you trying to say? I'm a caveman. I'm triggered. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. Caveman, cave woman, cave person. Cave zer. Cave zer. Cave cave zer zim. Um, oh my I, I, God. I don't know how we can make that politically correct. It's it's kind of what what I've heard recently that um, because men can now have babies and and can get pregnant. This is this is not not a joke. Um, even though that's a that's a biological lie, if men can get pregnant and men can have babies, that means men can breastfeed. But men don't have breasts; they have chests. So now they've changed it to <laughs> chest feeding. But here's more: <laughs> the transgender people are coming after women uh, for the same reason. So if a woman says that she wants to breastfeed, that's an insult to trans trans men or trans women. I get confused because there's so many. Gender pronouns that get thrown well, around I, in this mix here. I, I heard this um, over a hundred now. A hundred genders. Yeah. I actually heard that there's there's some guy that says that there there is there is a gender for every person on the planet. So What's what are we? Seven. Seven billion seven or billion. eight eight billion people on the planet. So there's eight billion genders, I, people. I, I want him to name all of them. Yeah. <laughs> because if 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 he stands by that claim that there's eight billion genders, that means he's putting himself on the pedestal. To individually name every single person on the planet. Do you know how long would that would take? He'd be dead before he could name every single person and their gender pronoun. I bet you if you asked him, like, I want you to write them all down and name them, be like, ah, my spleen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining that that X-ray footage in Mortal Kombat, yeah. like getting punched in the spleen and explodes. It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the second episode we we're talking about the the death of comedy, or it's more like a. It's a part two, but I feel like we can really talk about this for a long time. Yeah. So, look, we all have our, our favourite stand-up comedians. And, look, I'm just going to say off the top of my head, my favourites, definitely people like George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, Jimmy Carr, Bill Burr, 
and, and the like. There and what what about what about yours? Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah, much of the same. Uh, Pablo Francisco. Um, yeah, there's heaps. Too many. Too many. Yeah. But that's that's the thing about joking. You can be like, it's hard because oh, like this podcast or YouTube video, you could be completely joking around. Um, like you know that in your head and you're joking around and having fun but I think people on the other side hearing it they might just they might hear that as like hate and get triggered yeah so once again I mean we talked about this in the last episode it comes down to who's who's responsible for getting triggered is it you because you're overly sensitive about certain topics and you, you would be triggered by any presentation of that of that knowledge regardless of its source or is it the actual information that's coming in so is it someone else's fault or is it your responsibility to become more resilient? And I guess what I've heard from other stand-up comedians that have spoke about this, so they can articulate it much better than me, that there's two things that they all agree on. Um, one is context and the second is intent. So when you're telling a joke, let's say you're telling a sexist joke in an office environment where things are very serious. Well, the context of that environment would not be in your favor to tell that joke and it for and for it to be funny or hilarious. Especially if there's no setup, no one else is prepared to hear it. Yeah, it would probably come across as racist or sexist or whatever it might be. Um, that makes sense. Even if the intent was to make it a joke, you need to have both. But let's say you go to a stand-up comedian who has a, you know, a, a massive reputation. Let's take Bill Burr is a perfect example. Um, you know what to expect when you go to one of his shows. The price of admission is to hear offensive comedy. That's just, that, that, that's something that's known. If you're going to be offended, walking in, listening to and paying to, to see Bill Burr as an example, you should expect to hear offensive jokes. If you are offended and you, and you, have a public outcry on social media and demand that Bill Burr gets cancelled and deplatformed and all the rest of it, that's your fault because you know that the context of the situation is a comedic environment and the intent is that anything coming out of that person's mouth is, is, to, be, is to be a joke. And jokes are not offensive. Jokes are to be laughed at. Um, so that's, that's personal responsibility as far as I can, I can see and every other stand-up comedian would agree with that. It's like Jim Jeffries. He said heaps of times you know he makes really offensive jokes and stuff but they're just jokes like it's not like he full-on yeah. believes those things like exactly all pretty much all stand-up comedians will will make that make that statement they shouldn't even have to make that disclaimer because that 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 is always what comedy has stood for comedy is is a release and there's plenty of research to say that um you know even in therapy um which which i, I know very very well from my own personal experience that if you're joking about dark topics, as long as it's appropriate, and I want to make that really clear, as long as it's appropriate, you can talk about whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter how dark it is, and it actually makes light of things. Let's say someone has been um, traumatized in battle, and for in some way you, you want to make a, a, a joke about that to, to someone who's, who's a trauma survivor of that. Well, as long as you build enough rapport with that person, you've kind of wor worked worked in that you're going to tell that joke you've established that that person's personality you know they, they have a somewhat of a sense of humor everyone has a sense of humor and you know you say is it okay if i if i say if i say this this joke 
because um, I can see that you're in a bit of pain here and I'm just wanting to kind of lighten, lighten the, the, the pain for you, but at the same time as not minimizing your experience. Now, if you get that buy-in and then you tell that joke, it could be very offensive. I don't have one off the top of my head. Well, it's not like you're going to walk into a funeral and randomly be like, there's not many people here. It's pretty dead. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. There, there's, yeah, there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. So that, that's, that's context, what we're talking about. So the, the problem with, with, with context and intent is you need to have emotional intelligence. You need to have critical thinking skills. You need to have um, the ability to logically reason. But you also need to have a, a backbone, a, a spine. Eat your daily spoon of concrete is, is our saying on this channel, <laughs> you know. And that's, that, that's kind of where re resilience stands. And when you have that, that resilience, nothing is off limits. All the, all the comedians will say there should be no joke that is off limits and no joke should ever be taken seriously. Because as soon as you take a joke seriously, it's not a fucking joke anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's this, the way things are going, it's... Um... It's putting a real, uh, what's, what's the word? Um, like stand-up com uh, comedy, for example, it's, it's really putting a halt on it. Like people are afraid to, to say different jokes. People are afraid to say different things now. Like when you go to speak to someone, in your head you'll be thinking something, but when you say something, you can't say it. It's yeah. so like, you know, someone that's like, you know, overweight or whatever, you can't be like, you can't say fat anymore. I can't be like, yeah, that fat person. You have to be like, you have to be like, oh, you, you know, that... The, you know, Carol, the, the, the big person, you know. The, well, the, careful, the, the, <laughs> careful. Big, big can be offensive as you, well. You know, the, the one that waddles, the, the one that sweats in winter, you know. Like <laughs> the, the one that, that objectively takes up two seats in the, <laughs> on the Jetstar flights. Because the, the seats on Jetstar flights are, are fucking small anyway. So that, that's discrimination against, against um, what, yeah, what would you call them? Fat acceptance people? Is, is, is that okay? It's crazy. It's putting a real halt on creativity. Like, you know, if eventually people won't be able to paint things. Eventually they stand-up comedy. Eventually they won't be able to make video games, movies. Like, mm. I've, I've even seen in that, that fucking Avengers movie, um, the, the one where, like, was it Endgame or whatever? And it had that scene where all the girls got together at once. I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that the... the the girl characters are strong, like, yeah, hell yeah. But did they all speak? Did they all talk about it before they did that and went, okay, we're all going to get together and, you know, did they yeah. coordinate that? Like, I want to know. <laughs> they, they, they just got resurrected by, by the snap. <laughs> um, so they're, they're supposed to be saving the world, right? They just got resurrected by the snap. And what's the first thing that you would do if you've been dis if you've disappeared for five years and then the, and then the world is under attack and it's about to be destroyed by, by Thanos I'm sure the first thing that, that comes to your mind is not how do we stand for women's empowerment um, in unison and and make that a, a, a public statement I'm sure that's not going to be the, the biggest priority in in, in your mind but, and that's yeah. not to, to, to diminish the, the the worth of of, of women out there uh, but it doesn't need to be a public statement. We have gone a little bit off, off yeah, track, I but mean, um, yeah, yeah back, I hear what you're saying. Back to the community thing, like, if, if it keeps going the way that it's going, this cancel culture, eventually it's going to cancel out creativity. Like, being creative has always been pretty dangerous. Like, there's always been, like, artists and stuff that were portrayed as crazy or, I don't know, it's just, like, the way it's going, it's, it's going to really... Eventually, stand-up comedians are just going to be, like, robots. Yeah. I mean, I've even heard that... Um... Well, from a bunch of 
of really famous stand-up comedians, but one who I would say is probably the the king of modern comedy, Eddie Eddie fucking Murphy. Um, when he was Eddie do- fucking Murphy. <laughs> yeah, when, when he was doing Delirious, and I think everyone knows about Delirious. It basically projected him to, into just superstardom, and and then his his film career just just you know launched from that. He said that, and and, and many others have said. The way to do stand-up comedy effectively is to is to kind of cause emotional damage. Well, yeah, it is to cause emotional <laughs> damage. But you're on, you're on the fringe of what's acceptable. You're on the fringe of creativity. That and and creativity has to kind of dance um, along those edges of oh, is it going to be offensive or or will it, will it be funny? And that's the art of of comedy. If you can nail the balance between not just being funny for the sake of being funny, but also being edgy at the same time and create that balance. That's what makes for good comedy. Um, and I've, I've heard that from, there's, there's a, there's a guy who has a channel. His, his name is Dr. Todd Grande. So he's a, he's a PhD counselor. He's talked about this, um, this topic of, of the death of, of comedy. And what he's basically said is the way culture is going at the moment, there will be no edgy comedy in the next 20 years. He's actually projected that already, in 20 years time. You're already it will, seeing it. Yeah. You're already seeing it. But in twenty years, if we if our culture continues the way it goes, the contemporary comedians that we all love and enjoy, um, and and get a lot of um, satisfaction and relief and catharsis from, that won't exist. What? But what will exist? Um, well, we'll have the the feminist comedy that has a laugh track that coerces people to to laugh to create the illusion that it's funny, but no one's laughing inside. Um, well, I want to say, in in my opinion, <laughs> that's yep. controversial. In my opinion, I've watched um, quite a bit of it because I, I really wanted to laugh at it. I found it terrible. Personally, yeah. personally, I found it horrible. I did not laugh at all. It's just, I don't understand the, the hate. It's just hate. It's just hating on men. Who's like, that? It's, there, it's crazy. There's a, there's an Australian comedian. I think her name is Hannah Gadsby. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched a couple of hers. Now... Give, to give credit where credit's due, I've seen some of her old comedy when the, the, the PC culture and the woke mob wasn't so um, tribalistic and, you know, out for everyone's heart, soul, head and career and, and, and whatever else. Her comedy was actually pretty good. But now that she's gone completely woke and, and completely left, it's almost as like her punchline is the middle of the story before the punchline hits, which is where... The funny stuff should be, which is the edgy stuff. It's the offensive stuff that we all laugh at. But you take that away, there is no comedy. There's no humor anymore. It's just it's just deadpan. You, you know, it's funny. If you don't find it funny, then you're a misogynistic asshole. Like, you know, it, it's crazy. It's like, no, I don't like that type of humor. That's fine. But if you don't like it, they'll be like, you're a misogynist. You're a fucking rapist. And... <laughs> so should we all just pander to... To, to the left ideology. I mean, we're, we're not talking about, and that's the thing about inclusivity, coming back to that buzzword there. If you're truly inclusive, you will not demand that people follow your ideology. Um, and if they don't, then they, then exactly um, what my compatriot just said. I'm going to find a better word my for that. Potato. My, my, me, my, my potato friend call, just said. You can call me the potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what my potato friend just said. I mean. Just remember kids, eat a sack of potatoes every day. You'll be strong. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, have your daily dose of potatoes and, and concrete. <laughs> Apparently, they go really well together. They're, they're both quite hard, um, unless you soften them. 
Um, well, like we were saying, yeah. uh, that thing you were saying before about the BuzzFeed, how the, they'll get the reactions of the 12 to 15-year-olds oh, and get yeah. them to watch um, Seinfeld. And that was literally a show about nothing. I think I've even heard Jerry say, like, yeah, we literally kind of made the show. It's, like, about nothing, really. It's just kind of following their lives. No real, like, story arc or structure, really. Yeah. And they were getting, they were getting triggered by it. Yeah. And it's like, by what? There's nothing racist. There's nothing crazy about it. So here's, here's something that, I mean, if you can find something that triggers you in a show about nothing... Whose responsibility is it to get triggered? The show that's that's about nothing or you getting triggered? I'll, I'll leave that up for you to decide. The, uh, my spleen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how nothing can be offensive. I, I, I really don't. Um, something has to be offensive for it to be offensive, but the show about nothing? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's hard. Trying to trying to put yourself on their wavelength, what they're thinking, it's it's difficult. Did you say it's hard? Because that's what she said. <laughs> oh, that's what Zay said. <laughs> oh, 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 yep, yep. But I think this is for another topic. But I want to just quickly say, I think it's from what the governments and the people in charge are really doing, like all the all the stuff that they're putting through the universities and schools and stuff. It's all these kids are growing up brainwashed, really. I mean, this could yeah. be another topic. I just wanted to kind of say that a little bit. But yeah, I think it's not really the kid's fault. It's just what's been churned out and what they're learning. And it's really an argument about semantics. You know, this younger generation, they they will say that they're more emotionally aware. but Emotionally just, damaged. <laughs> but Yeah, exactly. If you're, if, if you're emotionally aware, you're not going to be more, more vulnerable to be emotionally damaged. If you're emotionally aware... You're, you should be more resilient because you, you're opening your heart to things that may be potentially upsetting, but you don't need to cancel everything that kind of comes your way. You can kind of, you can take what you like and then reject the rest. Um, and it's like, yeah. it's like we said before, like we want to find out who finds politically correct jokes funny because I really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I want to, I want to see them. I want to, I want to laugh to them. And we've, we've asked this amongst our friendship circles. Um, and even at our at our jobs and other other random people, we haven't heard one person say that politically correct jokes are funny. But uh, yeah, back to what we were saying before about this um, cancel culture and stand up comedy. Uh, I think yeah, it's definitely a dangerous thing. I don't think it's just going to stop at stand up comedy. It's kind of like we said before; it'll go to movies and it'll you know leach into everything. But it's kind of, I, I don't know. I'm I'm a bit afraid to be honest i thought it was a fad when it first started getting big the cancel culture and like people getting triggered i thought ah oh, it's just a fad you know people get over it you know people they shouldn't be getting butthurt over such simple stuff you know it, it'll 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 go away but um yeah i don't think it's going away i think it's 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 here to stay i think that that, that kind of rammed yeah potatoes can rammed yeah <laughs> potatoes can rammed <laughs> so the potato has a brain. No, but um, yeah, I think it's a really dangerous thing. And I think, yeah, being creative is, um, I don't think that'll be around forever. I think eventually you'll die and everyone will just be dressed the same and we'll all just be one blob. We'll all be Zay and Zim and fucking... Do, yeah. do we want to, do we really want a, a world where we all live in that we're clones of one another? We think, we speak, we act, we have the same values. Everyone just mirrors each other. 
Um, yeah, there won't be anyone different. It's like if in the future you'll be like, why was the blonde, why was the blonde girl looking at a orange juice? Because it said concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> will, will a drone come down and like fucking machine gun me for that? Like in the future, you know, like. That is politically incorrect. Terminate. <laughs> Exterminate. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, And these jokes aren't to offend. They're, they're just <laughs> to make people laugh. Uh, so once again, intent and context. The context of this channel is to try to take things a little bit lighthearted, although we're talking about serious topics. Yeah, it's not like we think all yeah. blonde chicks are stupid. Just most of them. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. I'm triggered. <laughs> Careful now. <laughs> My spleen. <laughs> Let me just say, women are amazing and they have very intelligent brains and they can speak very eloquently and they can outsmart most men if they really put their minds to it and they are emotionally <laughs> intelligent. Okay, did I did I save? I'm not going to apologize about that about that joke because it's funny and it wasn't me. It wasn't meant to offend. If you're offended. Maybe that's more about you than the joke. If you're offended, hold the side of your body and go, my spleen. My spleen. <laughs> and okay. if you keep getting offended and your spleen um, bursts, fragility. <laughs> All right. We'll see everyone later. All right. Catch us later. Peace.